Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about well, we're going to talk about today to begin with, because today, today. is Wednesday, which is a special Wednesday. It, it is, is Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Have you been ashed yet? Anyway. I know we haven't. we got to go take care of it. Yeah, well, yeah. The, we can do that later. Yeah. Anyway, um, later on today. Yeah. In any event, Ash Wednesday is the gateway to Easter, if Countdown you will. begins, That's or right. count up, if you will. Whichever way. You yep. count down to Christmas, so I like counting up to... Gotcha. Yeah, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. Whatever, whatever, yeah. We start towards Easter. Yeah, we start towards Easter. There's about 47-ish days. I know we always say 40 days, but you know, 40 days you plus don't fast Sundays. on those Sundays, seven days. That's the wonderful thing about what I like about Lent is you get Sundays off. So, you know, you give up chocolate Monday through Saturday. It's and... cheating. <laughs> it's cheating. Hey, it's only 40 days of Lent. Cheating. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Cheater. It is, it is what it is. Here's the, here's the deal, folks, is... That Easter is coming, and so we're going to talk today yes, about solving the three dilemmas of Easter, or three dilemmas of Easter, yeah. which is all wrapped up in really solving one dilemma. I think and so. that is, a, as we were talking earlier, a yeah. millennial age-old problem. Millennials. How do you get, not the millennials. I know, though. I know. I was like, okay, <laughs> wait, oh, that's not working. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you get your CEO group, your Christian Easter only group, in this case we're talking Easter only group, Easter only. you know, or Easter mostly, how do we get them to show up the week after? And that's, let's be honest, that has been a perennial problem. You've tried to convince, figure it out, you know, the new sermon series and da 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 da. Hopefully. You know, yeah, really, hopefully. And, um, you know, and, and they just like Easter Sunday. It's kind of like the Sunday after Christmas, this low attendance Sunday. People yeah. don't show up. Big crowd on Easter and no one. So we want to talk about at least some ways we've seen that have helped. Yeah. We haven't solved the problem completely, but we've seen it helped so that we can get some back. Yeah, so I want to pick up that a lot of us have thought about this opportunity and and how to do you know get people back in terms of hospitality. Oh, CEO is Christ, is is Christmas, Christmas Easter, Easter opportunity. Ooh, okay. opportunity. Christmas right. Easter opportunity. There we are. So okay. there we are. That's what we're talking about today. Not just Christ, Christmas Easter only. We're talking about the Christmas Easter opportunity. opportunity. There we are. You know, I had someone say about me one time. They were complaining a former staff person many years ago who said I was an opportunist as though that was a bad thing. And I, I was <laughs> yeah. like, they said that, really? Okay. And, and they thought, thought yeah. that was bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, do, yeah. yeah. They, they don't have to take, take advantage of the opportunities that yeah. present themselves. Right. Okay. <laughs> so this is an opportunity and in uh, a big opportunity to be real. I mean, right. hopefully, if you've been watching us for any amount of time, hopefully you've been working with inviting, with hospitality, hospitality, with, with follow-up, but we also know that that's not happening in the majority of places. I'm not talking about y'all, mind you, but it's not happening because we're seeing seeing people come for Easter or Christmas, and then it Boom. just falls they flat, they right? Show, I mean, like with Christmas, people take off the week after 
uh, the Sunday after ministers, yeah, right? right? Take it's, off the Sunday traditionally, after Christmas. Traditionally, Youth Sunday. Yeah. Kids slow attendance off. Throw yeah. the youth on there. They can yeah. do anything. They well, don't care. And, and I think Easter, <laughs> a lot of us have taken Easter off as well, or the Easter Sunday after Sunday Easter, Easter right? First Sunday because, Easter tide. Good Lord, we've really just worked our tails well, off that Easter, week. Easter coming is, to Easter. The whole Lent and Easter time is the most stress filled. And oh, yeah. um, packed time on a pastor's you know schedule. Right. We talk about Christmas a lot, but you know Christmas Eve is you know Advent and Christmas Eve is four weeks and one extra night. Yeah, and Lent is seven like, weeks. Six, right, and you know a lot of churches do uh, Wednesday evening. Right, exactly. Services, and then of course you have Easter, and then you yep. have you know you have Good Friday right. services, and you know um, Monday Thursday right. service. I mean, come on. It is, it's packed. And so we're exhausted. And so we want to just kind of skate, you know, rest on yeah, the week please. after Easter. And I don't know if that's the reason or a reason, but it certainly is a uh, mitigating factor. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I have to giggle, sort of. Um, uh, our, son-in-law, our son-in-law the other day made the, the comment that uh, it, when you use the word but, it negates every, or not negates. He said, when you use the word but, it just, it, it none of what's before it yeah, matters, it negates, right? It negates, negates everything, everything you, said you just yeah. said. And so, uh, you know, I hear, oh, we had this huge Sunday. You know, Easter was so big, but, you know. <laughs> and it's like, well, I like to say when you use the word but, you're making a big but out of yourself or are. you risk that. Anyways, this is all uh, a total diversion and digression. Not us. We don't a diverting digression. digression. Yeah, right. yeah. So let's, let's jump let's into the yeah. Easter dilemmas. Yeah. And the first Easter dilemma is, guess who's coming to Easter? Probably not who you think it is, unless or you're, of course... Want. Uh, what? Or want. Well... Maybe this is who you want. Yeah, well... It, okay. Yeah, right. But All right, go, bottom ahead. Line go ahead. Is, Keep is, The bottom line is, is that a lot of pastors, a lot of churches do make a lot of preparations for a crowd that is going to happen... But the, the people who show up in that crowd are very often not the people you think are going to show up for that crowd. You know, there's a, there's a lot of emphasis on the salvation sermon right. on Easter Sunday. There's a lot of emphasis on, you know, hey, it's going to be a huge crowd. We have all these visitors. And, you know, and That's so they haven't heard the gospel and all that. And that, by and large, is not the case. Most of the people who are guests who's coming to Easter, yeah. most of the people who have come to Easter have heard this same sermon Forever and ever. They, they, these are what I call Christian alums. Yeah, they, that's they are, good. They are believers, whether they're behaving like right. it or not, it's another matter, but yeah. they're believers, at least in their head, they're believers. They believe the story and they come for, well, most of them come because of tradition. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure how many of them come because they believe the story. Right, because, yeah, I think so. I mean, right. More and more and more, I'm, you know, I'm watching numbers and I don't have them off the top of my head, unfortunately, but I'm just watching the number of people uh, Christians who aren't so sure things like the resurrection is uh, is, is real. real. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, there is that that question out there. So, yeah, okay. Well, the, so so there's so that, but they're they're coming from tradition. From from that, tradition, so, that's what so you, you do. So you got a whole bunch of people there who are visiting. They're yeah. guests. They're 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 visiting because of the tradition. They've done it every year, so they're going to continue to do it. But there's another group there, and that's the group that is has been dragged there oh, by a spouse. Sometimes by a friend, not as much, or a a parent, yep. or a grandparent, 
Dragged you know, into or guilted. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Dragged or guilted into coming. And, you know, yeah, 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 I expect you to be there, whatever, you know. <laughs> and, or, um, you know or, or I need you to do me a favor, honey. Yes, we need could to go, you just, whatever. for your mom, right. for and, your grandma. And so you have, you have three basic groups in your sanctuary, your worship center. You got the faithful who come most Sundays anyway. Yep. You right. got the people who are there who are faithful once or twice a year, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're faithful. They're there every, every Easter Sunday, and you got those who are there under duress. You know, they're there, and, and that's your crowd that you're preaching to. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not preaching to a crowd that's never heard the gospel. You're not ta- preaching to a crowd that, have, that, that has never heard those songs. By and large, yes, you, you do get, we were talking about this. Oh, other, yeah. You do occasionally, occasionally get yeah. first-time visitors who may be from outside the faith, um, and and as you pointed out, right. you know one of the reasons why that is because it, it's easier to invite someone to Easter sure. than it is to invite them six weeks later sure. into onto whatever Sunday. That right, is. and and you know things like Easter egg hunts. You know those right. you want your kids to to get Easter eggs and right. and, and some churches do that on Sunday. Right. Well, right. yeah, exactly. Or they may have done it on Saturday and they've done a really great job of of inviting. So yeah, so so, so occasionally, but that's a real minority right. to the to the group. And let's be honest, those CEO Christians, if, if you really want to have the best, the most impact on your church is to move them from CEOs to at least coming more often yeah. and preferably becoming regular. So that's kind of what we're talking about. But the reality is, is you can't do that if you're preaching in a crowd that's not there or a different crowd. Yeah, that's a good, a good point. I'm, yeah, just kind of... Yeah. sinking that one in. Well, you know, those folks who are coming, they're testing reality. And is this, is this for real? Um, I, I still think that that's a huge, a huge question. I remember talking to uh, a woman, young woman, who um, told me that she is religious, not spiritual. I thought that was interesting. Interesting. It's only it's the other spiritual, way around. not yeah. religious. But they, uh, uh, like with their calendar, you know, the calendar had all these different holidays, and they love to celebrate holidays, and they would see in these different religious traditions, and so they would celebrate them in some way. The, the piece, though, is that they were celebrating but not really sure about what that was. And we got to, one Easter, have this really cool conversation about what Easter was. And I tied it into to Christmas. And she's like, wow, so you really believe that this uh, this man, Jesus, you know, who, who was born, you know, a baby, and we, you know, we did Christmas Eve, blah, 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 that he, uh, that he died and came back to life. He arose. And I'm like, yeah. That's kind of a point, at least for us. But is it? I mean, that like, yeah, for us, but for how many people, right? right? You just said it. People come because, you know, under duress, because that's what you do, you know, or whatever. But they're... They are testing a reality some there. Are, some are. The, the majority, yeah, the majority I, of Americans, studies continue to show, yep. the majority of Americans accept the story. The story. Accept, yeah, right, but including the resurrection. The majority of Americans right. accept the story. Um, and yes, there are those who are questioning it, but not as many as what, what you're implying. Right. I, yeah. I mean, so I don't know that I, I know that they're testing a reality. Maybe they've heard the story, but it's more than a story, right? Is it? Well, maybe, but, but, maybe not. But, you know, it, it's a good start if they believe the account. 
But yeah. this, this, I don't know. I'm seeing too many or not. So, okay. But again, it's a minority of Americans. Okay. I won't uh, argue all right, it. All right. So here's, here's the deal. Is to, to bear, in, bear in mind what we just said. Is that even if you're trying to prove it, okay? Sure. Okay. Which, good luck with that in, in a 20-minute in a sermon. No, I'm not trying to prove it. Right. That's not what I mean by reality. Right. I'm like in the bigger scope of life. Is it real that it makes a difference right. I, even no, today? No argument that. But okay. what we're talking about Easter Sunday. Right. This I am is, too. This is the, I, I am But too. this is the box you have to work okay. with. Okay. Okay. Go you, for it. You so, go. You keep going. So that, here's the deal is that they've heard this story. Those who have been dragged there year after year, those who come by tradition, and your people sit in the pews, they've heard this same sermon preached out of one of four Gospels, and really probably one of three, because let's be honest, Mark kind of leaves them in the... Leaves the women as, as little crazy gals who, you know, yeah. like, yeah, no one believed them. And that's the end of our story tonight. That's the next week. But Matthew, Luke, and John, that's where we get our story. And so they've heard derivations um, of this, this sermon. They're, yeah, versions, versions, versions of this story, you know, over and over and over, and it's the same story. And yes, as as you as um, you said earlier, maybe not. This, we were talking about Fred Craddock um, yeah. earlier in our conversation, right. not on this show, but before we got here. Um, and we talked about Fred Craddock did a book called Overhearing the gospel, the gospel, and he talks about listen, you gotta you know, like on Easter or Christmas, you gotta change it up enough so that people hear the story anew. You need to hear it with fresh ears. And yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest, if you've heard the story 10 times, I don't care how fresh you are, it's the same story. It's the same bones, it's the same structure, etc. And please don't hear me, I'm not saying you don't preach Easter, you don't preach the resurrection. It's gotta be there. But, and this, we're moving into point two. Yeah, I'm trying to hit, follow is, you here. Is that, is that if you're going to reach the people sitting in the pews, and especially your CEOs, your CEs, if you will, you know, the problem is that they've heard the sermon, and when you present it, you're not connecting with them anymore. They're, they've been inoculated against it. They go with that. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. yeah, here we go. Okay. Right. Yeah, am here I hearing? Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. I heard, oh, did I hear this last year? And <laughs> the year before? Yeah. The year before? Um, you know, so. The, the solution, at least part of the solution, and, and I, I want to cite a, um, a study done in 2023 by Lifeway. Lifeway Research did a, did a study and talked to first-time visitors, well, actually they were second-time visitors, visitors who returned. And they did, it was a pretty significant study. They talked to um, all different denominations and different sized churches, and they, they tallied up what is the primary reason why a first-time visitor comes back. And surprisingly, it wasn't because of the great music. Sorry, yeah, it wasn't yeah. because of the great welcome, although a bad hospitality will send people fleeing. They won't come back. But it wasn't because of that. It wasn't because they had good coffee. The number one reason that they returned was because they heard a biblical sermon that was life-relevant. It somehow spoke to their real life. Okay, so I, I, I want to just be real clear here, okay? Um, because particularly those of us that are in mainline tradition, we, we hear biblical a biblical sermon, right? And so we go and we look at, uh, you know, everything and then some. We do our... Our, our Greek our, morphology and Yeah, all and that. all these different resources, right? And then we... So we're able now to communicate, like, why or this teach. is real or... Yeah, or teach, whatever that is. And we spend so much time on that. What... What they want is just what you're saying. Again, I'm trying. They I want to be the. They are C 
is CE Christians, right. okay? Because okay. I think every time I hear you say CEO, I get like, right. okay, yeah. oh, yeah, I want to make sure we're clear about that. Our You're Christian Easter, Easter, only. Or Easter, Easter only. only, our EOs. Right. Yeah, EOs. E-I-E-I-O's, sorry. Okay, so our EOs, uh, that uh, some of them are, you know, are going to be like, oh, yeah, wow. But in the end, it is, so what, right. right? So when we're talking about the biblical story, right, or the biblical account, tell the story. You know, tell it and bring it in and and uh, and and don't try to convince. I'm getting ready to teach uh, intro to New Testament for the certificate of ministry or no of the Center for Ministry and Lay Training with Phillips. It's going to be a great class, Phillips Seminary. Uh, anyways, intro to New Testament. And, and with my objectives, some of those are, you know, yeah, we're going to touch on commentaries. We're going to see all of that. But I want... I want it to be real. I want it to be real for you and for for others. And 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 um, in the discussion boards, for the discussion boards, what I'm I'm telling them is um, this isn't the place to convince people. You know, you're not up here to try to convince them that it's real, and you're not here. Uh, you're not up there that Easter Sunday morning to try to convince them to think this way or another. Don't be a don't be an apologist. Yeah, tell, to use a fancy word. Tell the story. And bring it home. Why? Why it matters. You're going to use. Now I am moving into to uh, the, our second point about sermons that you've got to help We've them been there make for a. a bit. Con- I know. I know. I know. Okay. I'm just making sure that. Uh, but we need to help them connect it to their life. Right. Well, and, and I'm and I'm going to go one one go step it. beyond where you've gone. Go ahead. And I'm and I'm going to say you mentioned the story, you mentioned oh, the resurrection. Okay. But if you really want to touch the CEO crowd. What you have to do is you have to start with what are what are the issues they're actually wrestling with right. in their real life? Right. Because let's be honest, the relevance of a resurrection is pretty tenuous in your real life. You know, uh, okay, we we can resurrect our uh, a marriage, maybe we can resurrect whatever you know something like that. Sure, sure. But th- that's not the same as resurrecting a dead guy. That that's that's a completely different thing. And yes, you could draw the metaphor and the analogies, and we've done that over and over. And how's that working for us, folks? Yeah. You know, well, if we start with what they're actually wrestling with, and that of course that implies that you know who these people are. And and I don't mean you you dig down and you call them up and you know the people you know are CEOs or sure. Easter only people, you know, EOs. Is. <laughs> you know, the bottom line, I'm not, but I'm talking about understand the demographic of people who are showing your avatar. Up. Your avatar. I mean, who's right? your avatar? Let's not even make it general. Let's be really clear right. about that. It's your avatar. And I, I want to add to that. I mean, Easter is like we're trying to reach all these people. Let's do this. Well, how about you just try to reach your avatar? And you may have fewer people if you're if you're really honing in on your avatar than you might if you're trying to reach everybody. But the real key of what <laughs> okay. we're talking about, wait a minute, right. the real key of what we're talking about is getting them to come back right. the next week and because they had an experience. Back. Right, you're not going to get everyone back. Right, That's just and, the reality. and so, but you you get more back with your avatar That's if right. you reach your avatar. Right. Right. right, not not y'all comes right. Easter Sunday, right? It, right, because because we want all to come because they're going to come we, anyway. The, yeah, we, we're going to take advantage right, of that. We'll take advantage of that, and great, and we we hope that they have a wonderful time. And but the the ones that hit our avatar, if we know what their issues are, we right. know what they're wrestling with, right? And then we start there, 
every Sunday solves a problem. What, solve, what solvable problem in helping people becoming and experiencing the full and abundant life? You know, what is it that they're wrestling with? Is it money problems, marriage problems, kid problems, uh, loneliness problems, whatever that is. Now, you, you create a sermon and hopefully a sermon series so they come back for part yes, two. Yes, get them back. Right, but, but we often start sermons that are, and because we, we all, we've, we've tried this, starting oh, yeah. our series, but the series has it aimed at our avatar. And what a, there's no better time to start a new series than on Easter Sunday where we introduce, we, we um, solve a portion of their problems and we continue that over the next two or three weeks and we'll continue to talk about how to make your, you know, your marriage work or your kids behave or whatever it is you're, you're dealing with, but you wrap it within the Easter story. Okay, again, it's not about necessarily resurrecting their problem or whatever, but it you, you can't you can't avoid the Easter if you if you avoid the Easter story, yeah. someone's going to hang you. But that doesn't mean that it has to be the primary focus. The focus should be on how you can help them have a full and abundant life, and then come back next week so we can build relationships and make disciples out of them. Okay. Okay. So this, uh, this came to me, this struck me, that you want to leave them wanting more. I mean, right. we've talked about this when we go and we speak places and whatnot. You don't give everything, right? right? You, don't, you don't put out like everything you know, because we've been really guilty of that in teaching and preaching and whatnot, not for a long time, mind you, but that we just, there's so much, you know, we, we're excited, we know a lot of things, and so we're just going to keep pouring it out and pouring it out, and then it's, it's going to be that wah, 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 you know, from there. So what we want to do is leave them wanting more. So we're putting it out there, but we're not telling everything there is to tell about it. Again, we want them to come back to hear more. It's right. compelling. And right. it's a beautiful, compelling story. And, or and solution. Solution. Yeah, it's a solution. And here's the other thing that was coming to me. So you, you said about power and all of that. When I hear the, uh, when I, uh, you know, I read the Easter uh, accounts, right? And what comes to me all the time is the amount of power that had to have emanated from Jesus to blow out a stone, you know? And so it's, you know, I don't know, we were watching some movie the other day and the person was, it, he looked like he was dead. It was a TV show we've been watching. And he looked like he was dead and all of a sudden, he, you know, he's like back awake. Well, you know, I just am thinking Jesus was in this body and he was dead and he was, you know, in hell for three days. And then all of a sudden, He's alive and he does that. And here's the power. So, you know, what is it that that is like is just killing you? What is it that's overcome you, that's got power over you, that choo, Jesus can just blow it away Wait, and break it open? And, and, and I hear what you're saying. And yep. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not at all suggesting that that. But here's, here's what ahead. I hear so often is that Jesus is the solution to the problem. And I hear oh, yeah, you. Yeah, I hear you. I, but, but it, there, it, 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 right. there's That's nothing, not what I'm saying. I know that, but that's okay. what it sounds like you're saying. Okay, so let me be, be uh, really clear. Right. It's not like, oh, Jesus is, is the solution to the problem. It is what kind of solution are you are you looking at? And, and that the power that you can rest at, but you got to give solutions, right. you know? And, 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 a, and a biblical solution at that. Okay, a biblical solution. And if you're out of ideas, you don't know, okay? 
for better or worse, here's what I've done over the years. I've done some Google searching, you know, right. and it's like, what's out there? Chat GPT. Okay, you AI. can use that. Yep. Here's why I like doing the, and people say, well, this is so self-helpish. Guess what, people? They're checking the self-help stuff out. You know, they're looking at that. So just bring it in and whatever is... Um, uh, it, it, uh, the solution. This, oh, no, I'm trying to think how I want to phrase it. Whatever it is that you see and you see validity in, as you just said, um, uh, make sure that it's biblical in, in part. And when I don't preach, well, the Bible says, blah, 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 bring this other in. It's already been couched and undergirded by scripture, but give them what they can take home and will work for them, them or may work for them. And give them a call, them a to, call action to action on how they can put this into place. And they will go, yeah, it's stuff that they'll go, oh, oh. And because they're hearing this stuff on CBS Morning Morning Show, Today Show, Good Morning America, in the morning, whenever, like all this self-help stuff that's out there, it's going to catch somewhere in there. And that will give you a validity, uh, a, a real validity because you're hearing it out there. You may right. not be remembering it, but they haven't heard it from you. What I've always loved, it, and this is how I was taught, and I don't remember which of my preaching professors taught it, is to, is to say, you know, CBS News, Good Morning America says this. Now, isn't it interesting the Bible's been saying yes. that for 2,000 years? Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love it, that. It, it's, it's not their idea. It was the idea. Exactly. So, all right. There it is. All right. So, okay. So the last, so, so that's we got it, great, yeah. okay? And we're almost out of time. So we I are. want to bring it to the last point because I said there were three dilemmas. I want to touch on three dilemmas. So number one, the first dilemma is that your crowd isn't who you probably think it is. Get real with that. Number two is, you know, connect with misconnecting with your, with your sermons. Bring your, bring your sermon to something that will touch your avatar and make them want to come Move, come touch, back. and inspire. Move, touch, and inspire, absolutely. And the last one is, folks, we are horrible at following up after Christmas and after Easter. And one of the reasons we were horrible at following up is because we don't get the contact information. Right. Now, we've talked a, 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 almost a year ago. Yeah. We had Kyle Ermoyan on here from Celebration Church. He started. He had founded that church in, in, in Hayes, Kansas. And, and now he's one of our... And now he's uh, one of ours. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's one of our with the um, Effectives Church right. group. And, and he talked about how to do the follow-up. So we're yeah. not going to go through all the points all of that, but here's what I am going to talk about is how do you get that contact information on Easter Sunday? Well, if you do it the way you've always done it, Probably. You're not going to gain anything. Probably. Because yeah. on Easter Sunday, you know, we, we have our liturgy, we have our songs, we have our choir singing yeah. and all that. And so, so often, we don't take the time to say, all right, pull out your connection cards, um, which is, this is how you get connection cards filled out. Do we have sample connection cards up, um, up here we can put out? I can put, it, I can put okay, one up great. on there. All right, so there'll be one in the, in the description. So you pull out this connection card, and on one side is the connection card information, the other side is a prayer request, and you get everyone to pull it out. You stop the service. You make a big deal just before offering if you're passing a plate. Um, and if not, you find a time in which to do it. And you say, listen, you know, this is important. Those of you, those of you who are first-time visitors, and you can you can do a, a, a bribe. Hey, sure. if you fill this out, and you're first time visitor, yes. we will or first time visitor, or you're I only come here once a year. Right. Um, you know we will give five dollars to the food pantry in your honor. So you know you can do that. Or I, we have one of my um, growing church network guys, uh, one of my catalysts named Doug, is in a very small town, and they do a door prize 
Um, and everyone who, who fills out a connection card goes to the drawing for their door prize. And they do, it, they do a monthly door prize, but you could certainly do one on Easter Sunday. And here's the great thing. A, say, a, a really nice, big, yeah, beautiful Easter basket, awesome? but not with Easter stuff in it, but stuff no, that you can use. with springy stuff. Spring stuff and whatnot. And say, you know, you need to fill this out because we're going to draw after worship, after our services, and uh, we will deliver it on Easter Monday. So they have to give you the, the contact day. information. They have to give you a phone number, uh, an email, and their home address so you can drop it off in case they win. Um, you know, And so you get the contact information, and then once you have that contact information, folks, then follow up, and that's Please where you go look at, the, look at the stuff that, that Kyle taught with us last year. Right. But get the contact information. This is the high attendance Sunday of the year in general. Easter is normally the highest attendance of the whole year, and we so often don't get contact information. Don't make that mistake this year. Get the contact information so you can follow up and then follow up inviting them to part two of what you launched this Easter Sunday. Right, exactly. And you can, I, you know, I love this um, question that your coach asks all the time, if this has served you, has this, yeah, has served, this served you, you right? right? And and to be able to say, you know, something like, I, I really, um, I hope, and I've been praying that in some way this message has served you. And I hope you'll come back because we've got more to, to, to give. You and, know, and I, want, you, I want a preview. You, give yeah. a preview, just like, you know, the. Oh, yeah. We, know, we don't do that right. enough, right? Right. Next week, we're going to talk about this. What are know? we talking about next week? What are we talking about next yeah. week? I have no idea. Oh, we're going to have to get better. <laughs> whatever we talk about this week, That's right? right. That's yeah, right. whatever we talk about with one another or with someone. So yeah, we'll be talking about what? that next week. So hey, we are we're out of time. Out of time, big right. time. <laughs> hey, happy uh, or happy or happy? No, or, um, may um, your Lent be miserable? lovely. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> may your Lent be reflective. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> may your Lent lend itself to drawing closer to our Lord and Savior as we prepare ourselves for Easter. Hey, it's good to see <laughs> you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yeah, have a great week. Bye, bye. <laughs>